Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula, good morning. Steve Over, fresh morning, Jumbo Africa to the listeners as we are still commemorating the Africa Month. In Sudan, still huge problems. We've got these two military groups fighting now in what's called the White State. Ethnic clashes as well. Stephen, this ethnic violence is not related to the power struggle that is going on. We are calling it the 26th day of the crisis in Khartoum. But this one happens towards the southern border of uh, of uh, Sudan, also uh, bordering Ethiopia. This is a conflict between the Hausa and the Nuba groups. This conflict, Stephen, is what we call the inter-conflict, the inter-cultural uh, conflict around the issues that we know, Stephen, access to land, access to water. But this has started actually in 2021 after the coup, where you have what we call security vacuum that allows this uh, um, uh, communities or cultural groups to be in conflict fighting for these spaces fighting for land and this is what has been going on uh, in the horn of africa when we do i mean one if one talks about the ethnic clashes or the ethnic groups fighting over land and also over the water on the land and then a special SADC summit angola south africa tanzania backing the deployment of a SADC force to the eastern drc Yes, that is quite true, Stephen, but this meeting did not specify, you know, the number of troops to be deployed, neither no timeline for the deployment, but both uh, President Sisekedi, President Ramaphosa, uh, President Samia Sulu Hassan, and other ministers engaged in Windhoek uh, to deal with this issue of the Eastern DRC of M23. Remember that both South Africa, Tanzania, and Malawi have been part of the UN peacekeeping force, MUNUSCO, uh, since 2013. So South Africa committing itself also to say it will be there to support this process in the Eastern DRC. And then in Burundi, what's happened there? Stephen, remember in Burundi, the former prime minister, he has been inducted. Uh, last month, we spoke about his arrest, but yesterday he appeared in the courts. Actually, during the week, he appeared in the courts uh, to deal with the uh, charges around uh, insulting the current sitting president, Evariste Ndayashimiye and also the issues around uh, state security. Those are the allegations that have come against the former uh, prime minister. Remember the former prime minister was seen as number two, actually, after Nkurunziza passing. So he has been charged uh, for insulting the former president. And like I said to you, for those speeches that others, they say it was a coup d'etat in 2020. So he's been uh, arraigned before the courts in Bujumbura. And in Nigeria, protesters storm the appeal court. This is about the outcome of election results. Stephen, that's quite true. We know that there has to be inauguration either towards the end of the month and it will take almost the course, the 180 days to handle this presidential dispute petition. Uh, protesters have, have stormed the court, Stephen, not being happy saying that, but we have other challenges. The economy, we've got the uh, power cuts. We have all these issues that are coming up in our country and we are busy with this electoral petition. And also remember that petition, as I said yesterday, the two candidates have put a mammoth volumes of documents, Stephen, Abu Bakr, he has petition of two, 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 223 pages uh, claiming that Tinuba did not score the legal threshold of 25%. Obi, he has put 100-page petition claiming that Tinuba also did not qualify to contest due to the alleged drug-related case in the U.S. So one can look at this case that it is also developing with these allegations. And like I said, Stephen, others are saying it is unlikely that it will interfere with the swearing-in of Bulat. Tinuba on the 29th of May.
And then in our archives, and I remember it so clearly, Leander reminding us, the 10th of May, 1994. Stephen, very important inauguration and the, and the, and the swearing-in of uh, the founder and the late president, Holisata Nelson Mandela, on this day. Uh, Stephen, we remember that coming out of jail 27 years, he had to go straight to the seat of the president. As you said, there were many dignitaries. I won't say which dignitary was chased away, Stephen, uh, from that inauguration because he was not accredited as a VIP, but it was a special day in our country in 1994. Asante Sana, as we are still leading the conversation, SAFM, Station of the Air. Russ Advocate Sipuman Tula being a little mischievous this morning. Thank you. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day here on SAFM.